welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by Joel McClintock, the broker owner of Global Real Estate Agency, a Keller Williams real estate franchise with local market expertise in the South Florida area. Joel's organization made a name for itself during the economic downturn in the REO and short sale marketplace, and now that the economy is recovering, he's once again set his sights on traditional sales and listings. Joel joins us today to discuss what it takes to be a successful top-producing agent in his local South Florida marketplace and to talk about the role of real estate coaching and training in helping agents to be more successful. Let's welcome Joel to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. So long-term coaching clients are going to know the name Joel and Michelle McClintock because they've been um, clients of ours for like ever, <laughs> and also they became coaches for us. And, um, you know, because they are arguably the most successful agents in the country during the market downturn, um, and their typical month, even to this day, they're helping over a dozen families uh, with their real estate transactions. So Joel and Michelle have proven their ability to be top producers, not just in a distressed market, which frankly in itself was a huge achievement because they pivoted from a normal market to the distressed market relatively quick. They were one of the first people in the country really to uh, seize the opportunity the distressed market was. But just as quick and just as efficiently, now they're pivoting back towards focusing on normal sellers. All the while, they still have their fingers and their toes, obviously, with the uh, distressed market. So, Joel, that's quite an, inc- uh, an impressive feat, something that not very many agents are able to do. They're only able to do really well in one market. But you and your wife have done really well in differing and changing markets, which is a huge success. And I'm looking forward to sharing with all of our listeners exactly how you did it. So welcome to today's radio show. Well, thanks, Tim, and I uh, very much appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today, um, and thanks for the introduction, um, and right back at you, because as you mentioned in the introduction, uh, you and I, I, I got affiliated with uh, you and Julie back in 2006, I think it was, so almost 10 years ago, um, and, and I'll be just put it on the table right from the get-go. You guys are the reason that we were able to accomplish what we accomplished, uh, not only in the in the short sale distress market, but in uh, uh, understanding the critical importance of staying ahead of the curve, seeing what's coming next, preparing, positioning, uh, and jumping on it when that day comes. I appreciate that. Joel, and your cell phone's a little bit breaking up. Can you call back on a hard line or get to some place where the reception's just a smidge bit better? Yeah, I'm actually on a landline, so I'll just walk uh, it's to an area where hopefully it'll be a better connection. Can you hear me okay yep, now? Yeah, you're, so- you're, so- you're sounding better already. Yep. Well, exactly. Okay, now it's perfect. I can, I can hear you fine. Great. Um, so we have over 100,000 listeners, and I don't, I don't want anyone uh, losing interest because this phone uh, isn't that great. So, all right, you know, you have an interesting background. Um, you, and, you and Michelle both do. Um, Michelle was an Olympic gymnast, and you were a competitive, like, I don't know, globally ranked water skier of all things. And even to the point, I know uh, you've got this really catchy picture of yourself on your website and your business cards 
of you literally in your suit <laughs> with a tie on holding your briefcase while water skiing. And that's certainly something that's very unique in the marketplace. But so your background is really having been professionally coached your entire lives in some capacity. So share with the listeners how that background of having this really formalized high-level coaching, how that's transcended to have an impact on your real estate business and, and carry you to where you are today. Sure, absolutely. Um, Being a competitive athlete, whether it's water skiing or otherwise, uh, basically positions uh, a person um, with all kinds of uh, lifelong lessons. And what I firmly believe is that uh, as an athlete, you're doing much of what we have to do in, in business and in life to make things work. And more specifically, it's the whole concept of from an early age having, you know, having to understand prioritization. Uh, even as a kid, I was five years old, um, and my family very quickly pointed out to me uh, if I was going to be a competitive water skier and go to school and have playtime, I better learn to, to prioritize. Um, so that's, that's just one example of where it all started. I think the concept of competitiveness, being involved uh, as an athlete, being able to be competitive but understanding fair play and playing the game right uh, certainly translates into the business world, and I think that that's been helpful as well. Um, the fact that, as you uh, mentioned, uh, when you, as, as far as any athlete goes, um, you're coached. Uh, from day one, I have been coached. And again, I go way back to my years as a, as a, uh, a youngster. I've been literally competing competitively uh, in water skiing since I was five years old. Um, and there was not a time in my life that I didn't have uh, the direction of a coach. Um, so you understand the, the, you know, the importance of the guidance of a coach. Um, I mean, I could go on and on about the similarities and, and, and the things that, that have made it work, and, but one of the things that's kind of interesting that people may not think about um, you know, in the business world or may not be aware of from the sports world is there's a concept called the bubble. Um, and, and as a competitive athlete, and then later as a coach, I, I was coaching the national team in water skiing once I was finished as an athlete, there's a concept called the bubble, and that bubble basically means that we, um, as coaches, are, have a, a responsibility to create an environment, a winning environment for high-performance athletes. Um, so again, that translates over in a lot of different ways and a lot of different levels in the business world. So I, I think it's fair to say that my background uh, in athletics, uh, people, people's first response is, you know, they think discipline, but it, it goes way beyond the discipline of sport. There's all kinds of life lessons that you learn. So, yes, uh, I credit water skiing um, and, and the coaching element uh, of my background um, for a lot of my success in life. Well, so let's drill down on that, because this is a question I asked the other day, Eric Reed. By the way, guys, Joel and Michelle are one of our coaches, too, in case I didn't make that clear. So um, Eric Reed, I asked him this question the other day. I'm sort of curious what your answer will be. There's a lot of people out there that are offering quote-unquote coaching, but really all they're doing is training. So the training mm-hmm. element, and I, I think the marketplace is really confused. Uh, agents are really confused. And I can tell by the questions that they ask. You know, and everyone listening, we have, uh, what, seven full-time folks that are doing nothing all day but giving you guys free coaching calls. And if you want one, all you got to do is go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. 
superagents.com. And when you do, we also give you a free copy of our book, uh, Think and Grow Rich, the Real Estate Edition. So, you know, there you go. Save you 21 bucks and get a free coaching call. Can't go wrong there. Um, but I can tell by uh, reading the answers to the questions that the coaches uh, get uh, you know, asked and the ones that they answer that a lot of folks, agents, think that training is coaching. So what is the difference between training and coaching? Uh, they're really two completely different things in my mind. Training is the repetitious uh, go out there and do it, um, even if you're beating your head against the wall trying to accomplish it. Um, and, and I can, again, you know, make an analogy with water skiing or sports in general. Um, you can either be coached um, through a process to learn a skill um, and then uh, train to get better at it, uh, or you can just go and beat your head against the wall, and in our sport that means falling in cold water over and over and over and over and over and over again until hopefully you make it. Um, so, so coaching is the, uh, uh, guiding the process. Um, it is uh, having somebody involved who is two steps ahead of you and helps you move in that direction. Um, coaching is accountability so that when you go out to do your training, which is the practical side of it, um, you come back with results rather than excuses. Um, so for me, the, the, the real difference is training is just going out and, and having a run at it, and coaching is being guided through a process that's going to get you directly to results. Right. I think that's very well said. And, and it's kind of interesting, guys. A lot of you guys have been in quote-unquote coaching programs where really are you were being uh, receiving really was training. And then you've basically gone through the program and you said, well, that didn't really work or didn't work like I expected or I was hoping I would, you know, have this experience and I had that experience, good or bad, it's, you know, however you define it. Um, but the reality of it is, is there's an excellent chance you've never actually been coached before. Coaching is the, uh, it's an individualistic approach. It's a holistic approach uh, that, uh, that frankly gives us as coaches the opportunity to strengthen your uh, areas that you're already strong at. Maybe in the areas that you're not so great at, we don't even bother with, honestly, depending on what your goals are. Uh, coaching is about helping you as an individual uh, realize your truest potential. Training is essentially saying, do this, do that, follow these five instructions, and, you know, Everyone's different, right? So the way that they receive that information and what they do with it is completely uh, unique to that individual. So, you know, experience this by requesting a free coaching call. You'll understand more. So let's, let's deep dive into it. How is it that you guys and so many other agents have, you know, struggled to make the pivot from, like, you guys are selling really expensive houses. You had some of the, I mean, the transactions you guys did before the real estate market kind of imploded back in 08 were just some of the most expensive ones in the country. You were working with some really famous, wealthy folks. Then all of a sudden, that market sort of imploded, and you guys pivoted, and you started you know, servicing the needs that the sellers in your marketplace had at the time with um, you know, some of their distressed needs, and now you guys are pivoting back. Um, I see so many other agents, Joel, that struggle with the idea that they can be successful regardless of what direction the market's going, regardless of what direction interest rates are going, regardless of what direction home prices are going. So when you're up against an agent who believes they can only succeed in one type of market, how do you help them uh, move their mindset beyond that? Well, basically, it's really a matter of them, uh, of everybody understanding uh, what you, uh, I'll, I'll say, preach 
daily, and that is we are at the best point in, in uh, the real estate market that we have seen in the history. And uh, people who are – anybody who's, have, who's struggling in their business because they pigeonhole themselves either through the distress market or through one spoke, uh, one source of income or, or, or leads or otherwise – needs to just step back and look at the big picture and recognize that basically the vast majority of agents who are uh, working diligently, consistently, getting back to the basics, are doing better. And if that's the case, there's no reason that you shouldn't be. So uh, it, it comes down to uh, knowing what's coming up down the road. There is no crystal ball, but paying attention. And again, that comes back to uh, the information that is available through uh, a variety of sources, but quite frankly, primarily uh, tuning into your, your radio show um, and being confident about you know what their expectations can be so they can fo- uh, you know, focus and, and move in that direction. A lot of folks join coaching too, and one of their stated aims is to have a better balance in their life. Is there such thing as having balance? Have you ever been in balance your entire life? That, that's a great, great question, and, and uh, I, I love it in that uh, people think they want a balanced life. Um, I'm not sure that there is such a thing as a balanced life. Uh, you know, I mean, there is balance in life. But it's not balance as in like equality where I spend time this amount of time and the same amount of time and the same amount of time and the same focus because that's virtually impossible if you're trying to get ahead. I think balance is a matter of of um, being in in tune with what your personal goals and, and objectives are and feeding all of those different areas of your life, but focusing on at any one time on the areas that, that matter. Um, and that's how we progress and get ahead. Um, and when it, when it comes to uh, most of our goals, it requires some dollars. Um, so uh, the balance, the scale needs to, to be tilted uh, in, in, in the direction that's going to create dollars for you so that you can enjoy balance in the rest of your life. But is it is it truly a balance? Uh, nope, never seen it. I haven't either. And so there's another myth in real estate. You know, you and I are—I don't think I've asked you one of the questions that you and I talked about before the call. But there's another myth in real estate, and I know you come up against this as well too. And uh, that you have to be passionate to be successful. You have to be passionate about real estate to be successful. Do you think that's true? I think you have to be passionate about something in life, uh, but about real estate, no, not necessarily. Um, you, you absolutely uh, have to have a good reason to, to roll out every morning um, and be able to you know, get, get a good mindset to do what you have to do, even though you don't really want to do it. But is it about having passion for the specific things that you have to do in our job every day? No, absolutely not. It's about having passion for life and having passion for accomplishing things and, and achieving goals in different parts of your life. I think that's really important what he just said. You guys need to really think about that because the pursuit of passion in real estate, the pursuit, like you hear this all the time. It's just almost like a, I don't even know. It's insidious to be honest with you because people believe they can't be successful until they're passionate at something. So what happens is they get an idea, they get an ambition, they start, say, for example, get the real estate licenses and they start doing all the things and making all the right moves. 
And maybe they're passionate when they start. They're passionate for the lifestyle that they're hoping to get. They're passionate for what they can do, as Joel just said, with the money that they earn. They're passionate with the idea of, you know, essentially creating their own business in the whole nine yards. And then what happens? They discover that real estate's a lot of work. They discover that the success in real estate, well, maybe they don't discover this, but they, you know, kind of a lot of folks avoid the hard work. But the bottom line is, is through uh, just the repetitious boredom of life, they soon discover that I don't have the same level of passion I did before. So then it gets confusing if you're believing that you can only be passionate if, uh, for, in something or only successful in something if you're passionate about it and you feel your passion waning. Oh, my God. Then all of a sudden your emotions are all in flux and what's going on, what's happening, and then you're confused because, after all, everyone told you you had to be passionate um, about whatever it was that you did to be successful. And it's absolutely not true. What Joel just said, spot on. You can be passionate for what comes as a result of you being successful in real estate. Now, some of you, like 1% of you, are literally passionate about real estate. That is your thing. You don't need any hobbies. You don't need any interests outside of work because you love it. I get it. That's a minority of you. Most folks, what they, uh, you know, they don't have passion for a lot of the aspects of real estate because it's boring. And the real estate is often very, the very definition of a thankless job. I mean, when was the last time a buyer or seller said thank you to you? You know, it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. So it's easy to lose passion for um, your actual buying and selling, but have passion for what you do as a result. You can have passion for the fact that you know that you're helping folks, because you are. If you're doing it at a high level, you're helping people. You can have passion for the fact that you know, the money that you're earning is affording you and your family, and ideally your, you know, your kids' kids and your kids' kids' kids. You're affording them luxuries. You're affording them uh, maybe educations that they wouldn't have otherwise been able to have. Have passion for the money that you're going to earn. I'm, we have coaching clients who really are only going to – they're focused on earning all the income that they have to by June so that they can literally – Travel the world, you know, take the rest of the year off or their whatever. You know, the idea is create passions that will be fulfilled as a result of your success in real estate. But please do not be one of these agents that's kind of confused and just stuck in the mud because of the fact that you don't feel passion for selling real estate. So, Joel, I could hear you and something I said resonated with you. What are you thinking? Well, it it actually got me thinking in a, in another direction that's probably uh, somewhat parallels it because the the other side of this is uh, complacency. I mean, mm. passion can drive passion can drive you, and complacency can drive you into the ground. And uh, so, you know, quite frankly, I've been there. I, I've you know, as you have talked about, I've, I've been in this business 25 years, and I've had uh, a whole you know string of, of uh, very, very, very productive years. Um, but very frankly, about a year and a half ago, I was in that cruise mode, and I, and I love the way that you and Julie describe it. I had the airplane at high altitude, and I was just cruising along and, and starting to get a bit complacent. Um, and all of a sudden, there wasn't passion, and it wasn't not, uh, about passion for uh, the real estate business. I had lost sight of what my goals were and where and where I was going. Um, and, and I'll use your airplane analogy because it wasn't like I started coming back down and, and had to park it and start over again. It was like I flew into a thunder cell and caught caught up in a downdraft and, and all of a sudden wondered what had hit me. Um, so complacency uh, can can be a, a real problem in this business. Now, fortunately, um, having been in the business as long as I've, I have and have been coached by you and Julie as much as as I have, and having uh, access to you know the curriculum and the content and the information. 
information from um, your, your your program, I'll you know it, it was a quick turn again, and I'm back on track. Um, but complacency uh, is not a good thing in this business or in life in general, for that matter. Well, so that you bring up an interesting question, and again, not on our list of things to talk about, but it's a great topic because complacency is something that yeah, it haunts all of us. It really does. It's our sort of complacency is the dark shadow all of us have to be sort of running from, and not just in your business, but also in your personal life, in your relationships with others, in your own, you know, every aspect of your life, it's easy to become complacent in things. This does kind of tie into goal setting and everything, but here's a, here's a prevailing thought. Uh, complacency, Joel, how does a, coach, a coaching client of ours, how do they recognize uh, that they're starting to basically become complacent before it happens, like you, you got caught in the downdraft, and all of us have been there, right? You know, where all of a sudden you were making a lot of money, things were going good. You, you, you maybe pulled back on the, you know, the the jet taking off analogy, guys. You know, it's basically three levels in essence. You, you're on the runway, and then you have to throttle down. The jet the, uses most of its fuel as it reaches cruising altitude. Then the pilot gets to pull back on the throttle a little bit, and you know, you can choose to stay at cruising altitude. Provided you don't become complacent and you continue to uh, continue to keep the throttle at a constant level, um, and then the idea is that you can stay on that cruising altitude for the rest of your career if that's going to be sufficient for you to accomplish your goals, earning the amount of money that you want to earn, or you can decide to throttle down again and go to the next uh, height. You can go from you know fifteen thousand to twenty thousand to thirty thousand uh, feet, and then next thing you know, you can decide to basically decide to uh, you know go to the moon. It doesn't matter. The point is is that, Joel, when you have coaching clients that are, uh, what are the early warning signs that complacency might start, is, is creeping into their businesses? Or, or Our primary focus is helping these guys make money. So what would some of the early warning signs of complacency uh, be? Well, it, it all starts from what what have they done with their uh, with their business plan? I mean, have they built growth into it? Have they got uh, have they identified specific goals and objectives that they're you know that they're striving for? Have they given themselves that reason to to have passion uh, and go out and do the things every day that they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level? Uh, so if they're not if they're not setting their their, their goals high and giving themselves uh, something to go after that in itself to to me suggests there's the that there's something wrong with this picture. If they're um, literally plateauing as far as income transactions, uh, lead activity, and all of that sort of thing, um, to me that's a, an indication of complacency because uh, you know life in general you're either going forward or backward, um, and it's very rare that cruise mode is, is just going to keep you going where you want to go. Right, exactly. I mean, if you're willing, if, say, for example, you want to, uh, your magic number, another uh, one of the things we teach coaching clients, right? There's a magic number of listings that you have to have at all times. And most agents, it's around, you know, five or depending on the price range, let's just call it 10. And the overall concept of the magic number, in case any of you are new listeners, there's 100,000 of you that are regular listeners now, but in case, you know, some of you are new, the idea is that if you have 10 listings at all times, again, it might be fewer, it might be more, depending on your market, that uh, there's a certain percent, and let's say it's going to be 20 or 30% of those that will sell every single month. And let's say you're in a market where your average commission is $8,000 and you have a 30% um, of your listings sell every month. Well, if you have 10 listings at all times and 30% sell per month, then your average gross commission is $8,000. That means that you're earning $24,000 a month 
$300,000 a year, right? So if you guys think in terms of that, your magic number, if you get up to the area, the level that where you're cruising um, and, you're fear, and you're very mindful of the negative effects of complacency and you're also mindful of the fact that it can easily creep in, one of your first early warning signs would be, are you slipping below 10 active listings at all times? Another early warning sign, even before that one, is have you stopped doing the things necessary to get it to the point where you do replace the listings itself. So once you're at cruising altitude, guys, and you have your 10 listings at all times, you're going to have to uh, – it, it requires less work because you only have to replace what sells. Some months it's four listings. Some months it's two listings. Notice I'm not talking about buyers. I'm just talking about listings because the leverage in this business and, you know, comes from being a listing agent. So that's the concept. So know your early warning signs, and that's one of the first things that we teach you how to do when you become a coaching client, uh, and you make a list of them. You know, early warning signs are oftentimes when people stop exercising. That's a real basic one. Or uh, maybe if you're not in your ideal weight range, that's another one. An early warning sign could be simply that you're not making the desired number of contacts every day that you have to. You don't have the number of listings at all times. You know, your magic number isn't being consistently achieved. All these little tiny things, what they do is they show um, the potential of future problems because you're allowing yourself to become complacent. Like you don't just wake up one day and you're not just fat, right? <laughs> you know, what happens is you gain a pound here and you gain a pound there and you go on vacation and there's three more pounds. You go on a cruise, there's four more pounds. And then you wake up one day and you finally say, I'm fat because my scale says I'm 20, 30 pounds more than what my doctor says I should weigh. Well, it doesn't just happen. You accumulated it, and because you didn't have, as using weight as an example, because everyone can get that, you didn't keep your weight within a certain range, and you became complacent about it and see what happened. You gained weight. That happens in all aspects of life, but that goes back to what Joel was describing earlier about the power of having a coach. The coach is going to know what your early warning signs are. The coach is going to know, it's like if you're looking at the dashboard on your car, he's going to know what your optimal operating temperature is and how much fuel you need and you know, where you should be going as far as RPMs on you know, when the engine's revving and all that stuff. So that's the whole point of the coach is someone that's going to look in and say, hey, Joel, over here, this little particular thing. We're not doing this at the optimum level anymore. We need to go back. We need to polish that up so that we don't all of a sudden uh, find out that you know, we're caught in a, a thunderstorm at 30,000 feet and then we are all of a sudden hitting a whole bunch of gyrations that might force us to land in an emergency. So, so Joel, I mean, we're wrapping up today's radio show. Um, I really appreciate your time on the radio today. I really appreciate you being one of our great coaches and longtime students. Anything else you'd like to say to the listeners today? Obviously, there's literally tens of thousands of folks that are going to be listening to this live and replay, mostly in replay, and in the future. So you've been where they are. You've been at the top. You've been, you know, you've essentially had to build yourself back up from the bottom. Then you've been at the top again, and now you've figured out how to be consistently successful, you and your wife and your son. Is there anything that you'd like to pass along to people that maybe have been there or are there where you guys have been? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to start sounding like a, a, a pitch, but Tim, I just would actually like to end my part of the call by, uh, again, showing, giving you, you uh, kudos and, and showing my gratitude um, for what you have done, not just for me, but for our our industry. And and literally, I, you know, one one of the things that continues to amaze me about what you're able to accomplish, Tim, is that you are. Uh, we talked about passion. 
I know that you are genuinely passionate in what you do, and I know that you're out there getting the information uh, that we all need uh, within our uh, industry, Um, and then you have this unique ability of turning it into practical and technical uh, information that then gets passed along through coaches and and put into amazing systems. Um, And all I can can really say is, is thank you for what you've done for me personally. And, and our family and our business um, and, and created the opportunity for the thousands uh, and hundreds of thousands at this point of listeners that you have. And I mean that, mean that genuinely because you're, you're a unique individual. Um, I know that wasn't the answer you're looking for, but I, I just want people to understand. That well, this, I, I, the... I, I, I like that answer. I like that answer, though. That's better than anything. <laughs> that, that was a good answer. I mean, you don't have to say anything more at that point. That's... <laughs> no, but sincerely, Joel. I, uh, uh, Joel and his wife are from Canada, and I don't know. A lot of, we have a lot of Canadian listeners, but if you guys don't know Canadians, generally speaking, they don't. I mean, they're very plain spoke. Well, you just heard Joel. I don't have to give a description of how they are. Um, but you know, Joel, I know those aren't uh, in, the praise is something that Canadians don't necessarily reap on anybody, and I sincerely appreciate it. And um, you know, I appreciate you and Michelle uh, and JD being part of our coaching business for so long, and I appreciate you and Michelle being great coaches for us. And so, listeners, listen. I mean, th- this is the this is what you get exposed to when you become one of our coaching clients. You get exposed to some of the best coaches that our industry's ever seen before. All of our coaches, unlike you know, frankly, a lot of the folks out there that are calling themselves coaches, but they're really trainers. All of our coaches are, not have been, but are top producing realtors. Uh, Joel and his wife are responsible for over a dozen closings per month. Okay, And they have been doing that consistently for, I don't even know how many years, Joel, five, seven years at this point. So the reality of it is, is that when you're truly ready to take your business to the next level, when you're truly ready to seize the opportunity that this market is, and in other words, this market is, by the way, as, as Joel said at the top of the call, this is the best real estate market that we're ever going to experience in our lifetimes. If you're really ready to seize that opportunity, give us a shot. Would you consider hiring us? Start by requesting a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And Joel, I have to actually get to a coaching call, so we're going to have to wrap up today's show. And I really appreciate your time today. I really appreciate you guys uh, being part of our, our, our business for as long as you have. And uh, listeners, remember, your homework, as always, is to share today's radio show with as many other agents as you possibly can, as you always have. Thanks for making us the number one industry broadcast just for agents, because you, know, you guys did that from your loyal listenership. And in the meantime, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks, Joel. Thank you, Tim. Take care. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank you.